I grabbed my stuff from down the uh, kitchen to bring up here and, and do the podcast. And as I was running up the hallway, I had a lead pencil in my hand. Not only did I snap my lead pencil, I've now got a, be- a beautiful lead pencil mark pinstrip all the way along my freshly painted hallway. It's funny you talk about this stuff and the whole thing with all the crap we have to have. And I was sitting here getting myself organised and it reminded me of a conversation that you and I had, like a non-podcast conversation of the day, where you said to me about how much shit you have to carry around these days. It's almost like, you need a fucking man bag. And I was sitting here going, Rodeo, this is me. I've got a personal phone. I've got a work phone. I've got my normal fucking car keys. I've got my work car keys. I have a work laptop. I have... You know, your wallet, which is jam full of shit. It's just so much fucking crap. It's no wonder you need a bag to carry everything. It's like women's handbags now. You know what I mean? Do you find that? It's incredible. Being 47, I had to clean out my work bag the other day. This just go to work, so I got anti-inflammatories, antihistamines. What are the heartburn tablets called? Anti-heartburn, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like that um, that pink shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. Eye drops. Yeah. Lip balm. (laughs) Band-Aids. I'm like, this is what my mum was like when she was 40. <laughs> <laughs> do you put the lip balm actually on your lips yeah, or do you put them on someone else's lips via something else? Well, it gets lonely. You know, I work out the bush. So it does get lonely out there. Uh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. It's probably better than using deep heat for that anyway. I told you about when I was a young fellow and I wanted to get some Viagra from the chemist. <laughs> I didn't have the no, I had these two girls coming down for the weekend, whatever. I had them all teed up, no problem. So I uh, rock in to see the chemist. I was only about 25. I said, mate, can I just get a couple of Viagra cash, you know, whatever. Got these two girls coming down. He's like, oh. he, he goes, I don't want any money. Just take them. And that way I didn't sell them to you. So, you know, I can pass a lie detector test or some shit. So I come back in the next day, man. I put my, my wanger was so bent and broken, had chips out of it, marks all on it. I said, can I get some? <laughs> you know, I said, the old chemist, can I get some Denker rub? And I showed him my wally. And he goes, you can't put Denker rub on that. Like, I need it for my arm. The girls didn't turn up. <laughs> <laughs> nice work. That's Very right. nice work. Oh, man. It's just, it's just crazy. It is a combination of getting old. And now with all this COVID-19 shit, I've got, like, a fucking box of, like, you know, baby wipes and fucking sanitizer for your hands and all this other shit and masks and crap and all these bits and pieces because sometimes people's jobs don't allow them to actually be in lockdown, unfortunately, like myself. But I don't know, man. I just I, I just miss the old days of I get up and to go to work, I pick up my car keys, I pick up my wallet, and inside my wallet was a key card, my license, and if I was lucky, there was a bit of cash. That was fucking it. There was none of this... Carrying fucking boxes and arms full of shit to go anywhere. It's just a really simple life, you know? But I guess it's a sign of the times, isn't it? I couldn't believe when I became a, a homeowner about 15 years ago. So I was, you know, about 32, 33. Did you say homo or homeowner? Homo. Oh, homo. Sorry, you thought I said homeowner. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies, mate. Keep going. Yeah, when I become a homeowner, I couldn't believe the shit you have to have in a fucking house. I was like 32. I just used to sleep on other people's lounges. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, I need a, a dishwasher or a, a uh, what's that thing called? Surround sound, a DVD player and a microwave and all this other fucking white good shit. Yeah, it adds up really fast, and you sure as hell know about it when you go to move house. And I think, oh, man, that's the one thing that puts me off selling and moving the most is just all my car shit. It's like, fuck, it's just everywhere. So anyway, I will get through it all. The other thing you should carry these times is the Glock 17. 
<laughs> yeah, that's probably a better idea than it really sounds, actually, you know. It's always a good idea. To, to, to change the sound, but I yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to fiddle with it. No, no, or adjust the sound either. You know, you're opening yourself up for anything to happen. You like you like working with me. <laughs> I, uh, it goes to about a minute, and you know, like Ida Butchers, like I'm like you, I fucking love her, man. She's just something about her, her voice. She's just really cool, and uh, I, it was a really good interview. And she's so brutally honest. And I, I really admire her. She was so classy, and Kerry Packer had an affair with her, didn't he? I think that was the rumor. He he wanted. Oh really? Yeah, he wanted to marry her. I think that was that's the that's the goss. Jeez, he must be wearing a paper bag. I tell you, she oh. could do better than that. Oh, nobody's got a bigger credit card than he. Well, I guess that's a good point, isn't it? So that is the rumor that we're <laughs> just going to put out here that uh, <laughs> Kerry Dunnider. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like some sort of um, not a Hispanic name. It sounds like someone's name, Kerry Dunnider. Oh man, that could that should be our new our new secretary here at uh, the Thong Slappers. Welcome aboard, uh, Carrie Didida. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Let's let's run with that. That's She's really cool. A Spanish girl. Consuela <laughs> Martinez's yeah. sister. <laughs> I think yeah. I just need five seconds to refill my coffee cup, and then we'll. I've, I didn't bring anything with me, and I ran down the hallway, so I've just got to go and fill my coffee cup, and then we then we can get into the main guts. Is that all right? Sorry to fucking yeah, man. No, that's that's perfect. I'm sitting. The, I'm comfortable. You the, go. For the it. kettle's already boiled. I'm just not organised it. I'll be back in the time it takes to shake a tail's lamb. Lamb's yeah, tail. you <laughs> go for it, mate. Right, sorry, I'm back. I just put my headphones back on. Yeah, you're right. Geez, that was a nice little bit of a jibber-jabber there, Redmond. So I guess I should officially welcome you to episode 41 of the podcast. So thanks for having me along and me having you along, I suppose. And thanks, everyone, for joining us. Today we're going to be uh, covering off the April 2020 Street Machine magazine review, the one which has Charlie Harley's 57 Chev on the cover. So if you're ready, mate, if you've got your coffee at hand and you're all stoked and ready to go and one hand on the willy, I might play the intro music. Go for it. I love it. Simo and Redmond are the thong slappers. They're two blokes making lots of noise but getting nowhere fast. Oh, it never gets old, hey. That's I love it. I freaking love that. Sometimes I just listen to it by itself. I want to. You know, when I'm at home, nude, just by myself. <laughs> I, the, the words, the lyrics for it go, two, five, three, and a one, eight, six. Two, five, three, and a one, eight, six. And the second verse goes, two, four, five, and a two, six. No, two, four, five, and a two, Six five, that's it. Two four five and a two six five. It just uses them, and it's get real punky. We should finish it one day. We should actually finish that song one day and put it on iTunes, release it. I think so. Look, it sounds very much like something the Radiators would sing, doesn't it? Yes, it's got that kind of repetitive. Da, da. Yeah, so you never know. They might pick us up. And it's got it's got two chords, so it's, you know it's at my uh... <laughs> <laughs> one more chord one, just for showing off. One more chord than I can deal with. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, welcome back to Australia's first and only dedicated streetcar podcast. Simon Redman of the Thong Slappers. Uh, there's nothing I wouldn't do for Simon, and there's nothing he wouldn't do for me, and we go about doing nothing for each other. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. That is, that is a line by Mr. Slim Dusty. He said it to Stan Costa when they were playing live one day. It's a crap classic. That is a good line, and it's kind of true. And it's not so much I wouldn't do anything for you, Redman. I mean, you helped me out just yesterday with some Commodore stuff. It's just distance, with distance keeping us, us apart so much. 
our long distance relationship, you know, it has its trials. It's, it has its hard parts too, doesn't it? Oh, I find, I find, you know, the further the distance, the better I get on with people. <laughs> <laughs> I just have that kind of unmagnetism attraction. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hey, have, a, have, have, have a look at the. Uh, so, what is it? It's the April Street Machine cover. Have a look at that. <laughs> Flat out 57, Charlie Harley's 57, Chev Blue with the Black. What have you got for your cover? I'm, I, I've sort of been quite interested to see what you're going to say about this one. It's I a bit think, of a different build yeah. for 57. Yeah. I, I'm going to talk about the actual cover. It is amazing and excellent and awesome and one of the best for a long time as far as art and how it pops. The the white background and the blue car and the blue blue pinstripe underneath it, it kind of, it's got it's got kind of that look that... It would look good in a, a, a the background of it in a snap-on toolbox or with a Akrapovic exhaust pipe or near some uh, really nice wheels. The magazine itself looks excellent, man. It looks. I'm not even oh. going to talk about the car, just how it pops in. In the news agent, you walk in and you're like, yeah, that's cool. Big, bold, flat, flat-out 57 riding, the stark blue. And blue's my favourite colour as well, so that, that does help. You know, blue, black, and red are probably three of the best colours to pop from white as well. So you're dead right. It does stand out like dog's balls when you go into the into the newsagent or the servo, for sure. I love it. What do you think about mm. the cover, Cobber? Look, backtracking a bit, if you think back to the February 2019 cover, this was the 57 Chev that was on that cover in bare metal. So it's that same car. Geez, they freaking busted their ball bags to get this car finished to this level for Summonat. So what's that say a year? The, the fact they've taken it from the bare metal car to this, they've done an amazing job. And there's a few things I was going to sort of say about that car. Generally, um, if you'd said to me, oh, hey, I'm building a 57 Chev and I'm going to do black, I'm going to remove all the chrome and do the chrome in black, it kind of goes against the grain of what I'd normally like with this. I remember many years ago there was an orange 57 Chev sedan which had all the chrome done in black, but I actually like it on this car. I think it works, and I think the reason why it works so much is that a lot of the chrome work that is normally found on a 57 isn't actually on it anymore. You know, like it's got a, a minimal look for the side flash, the um, the bullets in the bonnet are gone, the, the, the Chevy kind of... Um, yeah. Yeah, like all that stuff's gone. So because it's kind of done more like a bit of a minimalistic look, I think it actually works, the black. And I'm even surprised I think that. But looking at the photos and stuff, I just love that he's gone down that path and I guess proven people like me wrong, thinking that it wouldn't work. So I did, do like it very much. Did you just say minimalist? I tried to, yeah. Did you, yeah, decon did you deconstruct it with pa uh, patina in a barn for him? <laughs> <laughs> you would have called. You know, you would have called me out on that. You fucking know you would. <laughs> Only after we touch based. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I gift to you. I gift you this yeah, magazine. Oh, fuck me. And make sure if you're gonna gift me something, it's plant based. All right. This whole fuck me. If you reach out and gift me something that's plant based, what the fuck is the go with that? Why don't people say like, oh. Redmond called me and he gave me a vegetarian pie or something. I don't know. Why the fuck do people have to complicate shit? You know I'm going to get angry. You know, this whole thing was saying people reaching out. Yeah. It's something that I would imagine an evangelist or a priest or someone would say. Like uh, To me, it has a very religious connotation. But now people say, oh, such and such reached out to me because I was going to the shop and he wanted me to get him some smokes. Like, 
I don't know. Do people just overcomplicate things or what? What do you reckon? What's what's that Reach Out song? Who's that by? Reach out and touch somebody like that, but in tune. Yeah, but that, that's um that's a great Aussie song. I, I can't remember who sings it. I, I, I never. I'm very rusty at this. Go. Yeah, that's a fantastic Aussie song. I've just had a mental blank as to who's oh Noiseworks. Yeah, but that's you know that's okay. Reach out and touch somebody. It's a great song. But the fact that everyone says oh I'm reaching out, someone reached out to me. Fuck me! Don't the, you know I'm getting wound up now? The the, the problem the problem is being our age. Any of the great eighties songs that come on, you think fuck is this a bank ad? <laughs> Is it finally? <laughs> has it finally reached that level of being a bank ad? One last comment. Sorry, we're all over the place. One last comment I wanted to make on the cover was: Yeah, you're right. A fifty-seven on the cover. That's what else makes it a great cover visually. A fifty-seven Chevy. It's the most recognisable car shape in the world. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. I'd agree with that. And look, I do dig with that. Also, the plastic, fantastic. How it says that with the VN Group A SS. Yep. And. Or maybe not Group A, but just VNSS. That has that connotation. You remember the old 80s skateboards we used to rock around on? They yeah, were uh, yeah. Plastic Fantastics, which later became the Plastic Spastic, they used <laughs> to call them, after uh, like the wider you know, wooden boards took over, like Pulperelters and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that's kind of cool. I just love that connotation because it suits that era of that. But also, for me, lastly to say about that cover, it shows the extreme ends of the street machine scene. You've got the show-style streetcar 57 Chev, and he does drive this. Anyone who thinks it's not driven is freaking just kidding themselves. It was at Joe's Diner in Brisbane just recently, which is very cool. And uh, it just shows the difference between, say, that, like a 50s car that's done with a modern twist and it's got the modern headlights and things. But then down the bottom, you've got that VNSS, which is you know more of a drag challenge spec type thing or race car. So... I don't know. I just dig that. It just shows the broad spectrum of the street machine scene that you can pretty much get involved with anything, any type of car you've got. Well, one last question, and Limpy, if you're still talking to us, which is probably not, <laughs> Limpy Thoroughgood, <laughs> it's a question about photography or anybody at street machine or somebody just wants to answer it. How did they do the headlight like that? That's actually the headlight. So you, it, know, you can buy them like that, can you? Yeah, you see them a lot on, you know, like Kenworths and stuff. Did he have and a fucking seeing eye dog to drive it to Joe's fucking diner? <laughs> the fuck did he see? <laughs> Mate, those actual centre, like you've got the two, the two circles, like low and high beam, they're actually pretty fucking bright. Hey, they're probably better than the standard ones, that's for sure. But, you know, I personally find those things a little difficult to enjoy, but I will admit that they kind of go with the style of this car. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I was wondering how the headlights actually done in the photo. That, you reckon the headlights just on, that's it? Yeah, it's the parker. The park light's on. Yeah, right. Oh, cool. And then, yeah, yeah right. Uh, they have that, a bit of a ring a ring a rosy, and sometimes and they, they have an actual indicator and LEDs that flashes with it as well, and the same ring as the park light. Well, there you go. Yeah. Somebody, somebody from Street Machine did answer my question. Simon, major encyclopedia, Disturbia. And when you reach out, it really works for the patina mainly. And we gift you all hey, this 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 product. Hey, yeah, one, so. While we're all over, one other thing, I fucking killed the pre-start meetings, didn't I? <laughs> Oh, how'd you manage that? Remember I said that, fuck, I hate pre-start meetings? Yeah. A, a, about 15 podcasts ago? We don't have them anymore because we can't gather in groups. I fucking go to work in the morning oh. fucking moonwalk, and I'm like, fuck you, mother. It's not a pre-start <laughs> meeting. By definition, by definition, it is a start meeting. Pre-start is what I've done before work. I was asleep. Fucking arse. Oh, man, I had this argument so much. 
I'm just picturing you moonwalking in like steel caps and shit. It's kind of funny, just I, you know, I, I think doing the full shake in your hips and stuff. <laughs> we've got a oh fuck, I don't think anyone from work would listen to this, but we've got a guitar that we made for a bit of air guitar at work up on the bench at three a.m. in the morning when yeah, Gunners comes on. <laughs> yeah, nice. No. That's when a bit of air guitar, especially if you're half cut, oh. fully cut. Oh, no, it's, it's only during our allocated air guitar break at work while we're otherwise productively fixing trucks. No, fair enough. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that your your work time is very conscientious and you're getting the product done with full, you know. And I know you do so much unpaid overtime because that's how dedicated you are to your craft. That That is my craft. I have never been called a craftsman until now, but when you see me fit a kingpin with a rather large hammer, it's craft. It's fucking art. Nice work. Have you got a rig of the month for My me there, word, mate? I haven't. I think it, we, we might overlap here as, as rig of the month. Mate, have a look at Daniel Sabolic's 76 LX Tirana, please. Yes. What page is that on? I'm actually being smart. I'm actually being serious. What page you got that on? Uh, I was going to tell you the wrong page. 57. <laughs> I was going to tell you the wrong page. Oh, that's convenient. Yeah, no worries. 57. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, tough car. Yeah. Have a look at this thing. It is absolutely out of control how good it looks. And the photos, if you have a look at the photo on 58. Oh, yep. Either the, the side either, on. Yep. Either the top left or the side on is the cover shot. For me, either one of them is on the magazine, on the cover. And I think it's probably the action jackson up the top. I think I would probably choose it for a cover shot. Such a sexy looking car. The A9X black bonnet, the flares, the drop tank, the color-coded bumpers. Forget, oh, forget about it. I'm, I'm getting all emotional. It's a really, really hot car, and it's got a crazy 400 small block in it too, which I really love. Yeah, oh, look, definitely. And as most people would realise, this is the same Daniel Zabolic, because it's not like John Smith. It's, there can't be too many Daniel Zabolics around. This is the same one who owns that Silver HQ, the Drag Challenge contender ah, right. um, from last year. Yeah, well, that's him. So well, this is his other car. Daniel, I'd like to personally thank you for being the only streetcar builder on the planet that doesn't put a wanker number plate on it. Congratulations. It's just, <laughs> it should have, you know, like killer or to die for, or I'm a God LX or just some really crap fucking number plate, fat pizza number plate on it. He's got a normal number plate. Says Simon, who's going to go home and take all his personalised number plates off now. Yeah, all my, all my cars got personalised number plates on Actually, and, they do too, don't yeah, they? Yeah, but they're not to die for or to envy me. Or yeah, how are we going to spell shank gripper? <laughs> <laughs> Probably with lots of eights and fours and fives yeah, a silent and all that nine. Sort of shit. Eight. So they, yeah. A big shout out to a mate's got his name spelt with a silent nine. Ian Deadline Kelly. He's now got a new nickname from Simon. Dead Kelly, we're gonna call him. <laughs> what else did you like about Daniel's Tirana? Well mate, you pretty much got that summing up. Ah, oh, the same thing. He's, it's actually obviously a fairly big hitter with them wheels on it. It hasn't got it's not run like Simos or uh, anything like that. It's it's obviously the real deal. The car is there to, to get to get it done. What would you pick for a regular month? Page thirty eight trophy hauler Stephen Aldrich's XR Falcon Ute. Yeah, it's a peach, isn't it? Oh man, look, this kind of surprised me, but the more I looked at it, the more I just kind of fell in love with it. Like I dig the style of it. Oh, how do I say this? It's I'm not trying to compare it to Ron Barclay's Ute, but to me, oh, I find yeah, right this right. is almost a modern a modern version of a Barclay type uh, build job. Well, that's just something inside. Ab- that, yeah. Well, look, it's just de- it's kind of like a standard type appearing car, but it's detailed to perfection inside and out. You look at the engine bay, you know, it's very much neat and it's tidy. I kind of even like the fact it still has the wiring harness of the engine bay. Like, I don't think that that detracts from it. I think if you 
look at it as a complete package, it, it sort of adds to it. And the fact it's got the original looking hose clamps, all the rest of it. But the, oh my God, the world's biggest freight train is about to pull past me, but it should be okay. <laughs> it might just be a bit messy in the earphones. But anyway, um, yeah, I really I really dig Stephen's ute. And the other thing I, I do love about it, I love how it's still got the rubber bumperettes on the back, you know, the real commercial Falcon thing. The Vista green paint looks amazing, and I especially love the teardrop scoop that he made as well, like for the bonnet, the teardrop bonnet scoop. So I think that's very cool also. The interior in this thing is perfect. This is actually very similar to um, my dad, he used to have a Dodge Ute that we built, a VG Dodge Ute, which put a 318, all that sort of stuff. And this is the style of car that my dad loves, where it's kind of a really refined version of stock. And this is very similar to what we did with his. Obviously, not this is done to a much better you know, level of detail, the rest of it, than my dad's Ute was. But you know, his was a, a clean, tidy driver that was based on kind of standard componentry. You know? And um, I really love this. The thing that I was a bit funny about initially... I wasn't sold on the wheels. Like, I love those Stola wheels. I think they're salt flats, or they call them, I think they're SoCal hot rods or something they call them now. And um, it was something about, I felt that, yeah, I felt SoCal. like the back wheels needed to be deeper, deeper dish and wider. But I kind of get that that Stola wheel is normally used on, say, like a hot rod, you'll see like a Chop 33.3 window, like the SoCal Coupe which has those sorts of wheels on it, and they're never very deep. Like They're kind of look, they're sixes and eights, but they have quite a tall tire on the rest of it. But the more I've looked at the ute, the more I've, they've kind of grown on me and I could handle it. So, yeah, I really kind of enjoyed that car inside now, especially I'm an interior purist. That's the one thing I love is factory interiors. For some reason, I don't know why, but I just love factory interiors, and I think this one looks really good. So, yeah. 100% for me this year. I think it's a good Love comment it. you made. It's Ron Barclay. It's even kind of that soft colour. It's an Australian-built ute, same as Ron's. That's that's some really good commentary there. Hey, can I read you Brett Abraham from Car35's Rig of the Month? Yeah, go for it. Listen to how he wrote it for me. So this is why he's the king of Bible study. So he wrote, Rig of the Month. Gee, another tough choice this month. This is the hardest part of the Bible study. Turn to the content page and take a look. All the cars are built with a totally different theme and genre, but are all high horsepower. Horsepower speaks all languages. I've chosen what first caught my eye, and what first caught my eye was Reese Christensen's Uber Cool Fleet Street 59 Apache. Would have got a bonus points if it was right-hand drive. Check out that engine. Subtle colour, wild, different, and awesome trim. Have you ever seen anything like it? And what about the engine? It mate? is cool. Yep. Looks like a dressed-up 289, goes like a 750-horsepower 598 cubic inch monster. A lamb dressed up in mutton clothing. Even the wheels. <laughs> tell, tell, even the wheels. Tell me it's got 24-inch wheels and I'd normally puke. What was your poster troll for this month? For me, I'm going to choose the uh, VN, unusually. I, okay. I, it's, a, it's actually a dark versus a light poster. It's a day versus night poster this time, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yes, and I, I just like the uh, the rock and roll of that of that the shot of that night. That's just as the you know twilight starting to set in. The car's really well set in the photo. I like the fifty Chev as well, fifty seven as well. It's great. What did you choose, mate? Um, I went with the fifty seven for this one because of that whole light. I kind of think that the the car pops really well off that poster. So yeah, that was my choice. How about a uh, tough shot? What do you got, tough shot wise? Can I do them all backwards? Just seeing, eh? <laughs> <laughs> In the Superman Bizarro world, yeah. <laughs> Have a look at page 71, the Rod Shops LJ. 
Geez, they did a lot of moving of cars in and out of containers for this photo shoot, didn't they? Uh, I had some comments on that too. I'm like, he's having no, 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 no. Yeah, he's got a car that goes. <laughs> if you got one that runs, <laughs> or, or you like the rest of our street car guys, and you push fucking cars around. <laughs> oh, I was almost tired after reading the story. I thought, geez, they did a lot of pushing around in these photos. The poor bastards. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, Paige. Oh, that is a tough shot, by the way. I can that, see why you say that. that. Massive blow. Trying to sidetrack you. Yeah, no, it's mm. all industrial. You know, the shipping container that the guys pushing the work. That that is the uh, that the underbelly. That's the heavy lifting of streetcars. That's that's not yes. all. It's not all just burnouts with Shannon Tough Two Five Three. Oh, when he's oh, when in his car at some, and that's thanks to, thanks to Shannon yeah. Browner for that. That was awesome. Yeah, he gave me a can of VB. It was awesome. Have a look on page seventy nine. XA. 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 Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's normally I wouldn't choose a tough shot like that, but I really think it's just. Look at that thing with them, them chrome, uh, not chrome, with them 12 sliders and everything. It just needs, that car is such a nice car. It normally, is. Jeez, normally I love, a car I wouldn't choose. I just love those exhaust tips on those things. How tough do they look Might as have, well? Have a look at page 91. Yep. Have a look at the top, that gold van. You know I love XDCs and. Oh, yeah, Starlight. How yeah, cool is that van? Seriously, it's got the polished scoop. It's got the, the flares, the murals. I'm done. One page. It is tough, isn't it? Yep. And just because I like to make you go mental, go back to page 89 and have a look at the XD. Done correctly, right there. Oh, yeah. Same yep. kind of deal. Massive. Yep. How big are those freaking center lines? They look like tens all round or something. Yeah. Page one, two, three. Have a look at the bottom left. That VY <laughs> with the shoot. You, you know you get points for shoots and number plates here at Thong Slappers. That does look tough, mm. eh? Yeah, it does. That's crazy. It looks crazy in big wheels. It's 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 serious. Battery in the boot. It's business. What do you got for tough shots, Copper? Uh, if you could flick back to page twenty-one, please. Yep. Uh-huh. Right, right-hand side, the lower pick, the blue XB panel van of John Williams. Like, is there a like? I even said that in the story. Is there a tougher car than an XB panel van, like Australian car? How tough does that thing sit? And the, it's got the driving light grill, the bonnet nostrils, like a lot of the stuff which is factory on these things. The fact is jam 10s under the back with big tyres. John's a pr- prolific car builder. And he does a lot of the work himself, pretty much everything himself. And the cool thing with this van, I'll have to put some photos on our Instagram. On the rear, he's actually put like American, I think it must be Ford Ranchero or LTD wagon tail lights in it. And wow. they're very, they're kind of similar looking to an XB tail but they are different enough that you can look at them and go, oh shit, there's something not 100% factory here. And it's got a one piece lift up tailgate. It's just a tough car. The stance and everything on that car, it's one of the toughest vans around at the moment. I'm a massive fan of that thing. So, yes, yeah. Uh, f- flick forward to page 58, please. Yep, gotcha. That was quicker. Just what you mentioned before, the side view of Daniel Zabolik's LX Tirana hatch, I think that looks super tough. And while you're moving forward, if you go to page 89, you will see... Yep, got it. I'm on fire today with the pages. <laughs> yeah, you'll see, I love that blue XC Falcon of Preet Sethi up the top, top yep. right, with the auto drags, big tunnel ram, you know, uh, air cleaners obviously hanging well and truly out of the bonnet. But another thing I really love about this, and I've seen this on XC's not commonly, but sometimes over the years, I love the combination of a single headlight grill with bumper overriders on the front. It's just a combination. I don't think it was a factory combination because obviously the single headlight is your normally your base Falcon and 500 uh, yeah, grill right, yeah. style. But I kind of dig. I think it looks tough with the single headlights and the bumper overriders. It's just something different anyway. And 
while you're on that same story, catch some sun, if you flick to page 90, up the top left, you've got Michael Taranto's very tough Clevo-powered uh, Vicky. The, um, I think it's a 50, what does it say? 56. 56 Ford Victoria, yeah. Like the Taranto brothers, they've been around for years and they've always had really <coughs> tough custom lines of Victorias. And, yeah, I think that thing just looks evil. Like, have a look at the fucking rear guards, the rear wheel and tyre combo just completely and utterly jammed up under there. Massive sidewall and massive width too. It just it looks really badass. So big fan, and I actually do like that XP coupe just at the bottom of the page. I think it looks super super neat and tidy as well. Your, your XB and your stuff that you just mentioned, the one of John A's and that other one. Good thing about yeah. the Falcons, like all the way through, basically from XY. There's so much stuff you can do, styling you can do with just a lot of the factory stuff, like the GT stripes, the GT badges, the grills, the the bonnet. Uh, either you know a shaker or for the XBs, you got the two nostrils. There's so mm. much, so much stuff that you can actually just chop and change yourself factory wise. Like you don't, I, I know you don't want to do it like a factory resto, but like that panel van, that's cool. It's got the, yeah. it's got the uh, snorkels and the bonnet, then uh, bits and pieces. Even the GT badges, you can buy all that stuff from rare spares or buy it all. Even the XDs, you know, the XDs have got 5.8 or 4.9 litre badges standard, and they got the, you know, the Dayglow S Pack stripe on X. Yeah, yeah. There's so much stuff I like about all them cars that is the factory. I wouldn't do one like I say do, do a resto, but if I wanted to use a an XD S-Pack Stripe Dago on an XB, I wouldn't, you know. Shaker should be on everything. Shaker is the best, for me, the best bonnet adornment you can get is a Shaker. Any car. I don't yeah. care what it is. I don't fuck it's a Barina. <laughs> now, that I'd like to see. We should buy a Shaker top and just do random photos of it on various cars, like at a shopping centre. Well, well, yeah, any car. Well, I was we going to buy. Just do that. I was going to buy a Shaker. They're, they're, they're cheap. I, I actually want a Chrome one. You can get, I don't know if the Chrome's right, where they're, they're not, yeah, they come... And you have to paint it yourself. So whatever that is, you know, anodized. Yeah, yeah. You've seen this. I've got a massive mailbox that I've got a Boilermaker made of mine to, to make. So magazines go in there because I subscribe to a few. They, they fit in there so they don't come rolled up. It looks so much like Matty Waters' scoop. Actually, I'll take a photo and send you a photo of my mailbox. Yeah, do that. I don't remember it from being at your place. I'll have to, yeah, you have to definitely remind me. Letterbox fetish. I don't usually look at people's letterboxes. I guess it depends if it's male or female, that's for sure. <laughs> we ran over. Anyway, oh, we, sorry, I'm getting sidetracked, getting sidetracked. We, we ran over one in a Porsche, allegedly, up the road here. <laughs> Four doors down on the opposite side. <laughs> in a Porsche. Yeah, my, mate's now, my mate that done it's now passed away, so, I mean, they can do what they want. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> hey, uh, and just my last tough shot. Tough, tough shot. A tart uh, shot? What about shot. a tart shot? Let's have a tart shot. We could pay, you could go with page 69, <laughs> then we do a tart shot. <laughs> oh, my last tough shot, Gil, is page 97. If you look at midway at the page, oh, sorry, Luke Pendergast, his HQ ute with the reverse cow, what looks to be, um, looking at the back wheels, it looks like it's got the socket rim, so I'd say the combo pros. Yep. Um, I think that thing's super tough. I love the Statesman front, and especially with the high beams going on as well. Yeah, it's very nice. Mad Max-ish. I mean, Max is in the Interceptor, as in the like the MFP, and he's up the arse of the Night Rider and the Minari. He's got the, the lights flashing and the air horns going. It's got that look about it too. So I thought that was pretty cool. I is, definitely love the Statesman front. Is that McFry behind him, our mate McFry? Oh, possibly. Mate, I don't think he's got the, the air cleaner. No, he's got, yeah. he's got a tunnel ram. Yeah. He's got a tunnel ram on that with, yeah, twin carbs. So. I, I went for a run in that at Summonats too. Matty Waters teed up. What a crazy Crazy car. We went on the Super Cruise. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I so fucking I'm, love that car. Oh, it's man, awesome. it's just mental. Five is in it. He's got a soft tune for the Nats. No gas on it just because we're on the street. And holy fuck, the thing still lifts the tyres. 
<laughs> nice work. And speaking of action, have you got some action Jacksons yes. there, sir? You're right, mate. Hey, did That's you see right. page 69 is left blank? There's not a thing on it. You reckon tell if I've done that deliberately? You know, I'll be brutally honest with you. I completely forgot about page 69. Yeah. For this. Yeah. See, I'm lying to you. <laughs> you didn't do your research and it's not blank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, hang on, I can read a number here. So what's going on with that? <laughs> page 12, please, my cobber. I have a feeling I've got this one as well. Hang yeah. on, let's get to page 12. Hang on. Yeah, page 12. Look at that thing. That's a proper wheel stand crossed up as well. That's a great photo. Just gets the attitude of the thing. And I don't know, I think... That is action right there. He's got it launched hard, but I don't think he's in for a quick time because he's going to be steering and pedaling this thing all over the show, which is good. We oh, like action. Definitely. Look, that XT, I actually chose that. I might as well talk about it. I just chose that as well. It's on the bendies. It'd, if we could see underneath the car, there'd be a bit of tie rod hanging down. I'm a big fan. Great shot. Nice choice. Yep. Page 46, please. <laughs> yep. Yep. Is that not... Like, that's a car? <laughs> that is crazy, I, man. I, I think it's a Fox body Mustang. I can't quite tell. I don't really know the undercarriages of my <laughs> American cars, like Australian. But, again, this is one I chose too, so I'm very keen to hear what you say. Oh, I just love wheel stands. I think and that guy's just nuts. It, it's got uh, – what do you reckon he said when, when he got back to the pits? <laughs> he probably said – Fuck, I hope I won that $2,500 for the competition for wheel standing because I've probably just done 10 grand's worth of damage as it landed. Like, you know what he would have said? <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny. Like, I love watching those wheel stand competitions they do, but I just don't understand it. I don't know. I just think, oh, my God. Like, half the time you see them, they, they crash them or they roll them or they fuck something and you think, man, it's a big price to pay for, for this sort of stuff. And, like, as an enthusiast, I love watching the, them do it and I admire people who will put their cars that, at that risk to do it. Have you some of the have you seen some of the videos they do for these? Like the, Almost, I guess, the outtake videos when people crash. <laughs> Devastates me. Like, I just think, oh, my God, like, it's such a cool car. But that is very cool. And, look, that's just not on the bindies. That's just imagine if you're a kid and you're sliding down a grass slope on a piece of cardboard hauling ass and you stack it and you fucking roll, full body roll into a big bindi pile. That's what that is. <laughs> yep. That's, that's your whole fucking body is covered in them. See down below it, there's our friend in the red shirt. That's actual Gus from Stay at Home Blokes Brother. That's We call him Rust. That's Red Gus. <laughs> Fuck, what a dangerous combo that would be. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, another... That'd be like mixing a gremlin and water all at once. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I forgot it, but before I go to my next action, Jackson, look at page 47. If that's not a tough shot. Oh, the Nova? Fuck, man. Yeah, yeah, big time. Big that's, time. When a blower's over the roof, I reckon that's cool. I'm, the first time I've ever seen the LTD that the Army built with Benny Hill, that our good friend, G'day Benny, I seen it at Townsville, and its scoop mm. used to be over the roof. And I said to the true witch in the north, I said, that's how you can tell if a streetcar's good because everything's over the roof line. The <laughs> blow of the scoop. <laughs> that's a really good call. Look, you're definitely onto the money there. And especially when you chop the roof a bit, the motor looks even higher and it just looks even tougher. Did you have any other action Jacksons there? I've got Wi-Fi and voice recorder and Dropbox and fucking text. I've got everything going all here, eh? <laughs> now, Brett, That's why you need a man bag. You know what? What's wrong with a backpack? My thing is, I can't believe people have actual man bags like a satchel. Why can't I get a backpack? What the fuck's wrong with a backpack? You look like a fucking 
Uh, actually, he could ride a skateboard. Look, I fucking hate skateboard riders. I meant to tell you that early. Too. I used to aim for him when I was at the half pipe on my BMX. <laughs> I've got to say though, people at our age wearing backpacks, it looks weird. Well, it's kind of it's it's not a good look. It's kind of like you should be wearing sand shoes with white socks pulled up to sort of half your shin height as well. People at our age in backpacks, uh, I don't know. Well, it's, no, a bit, well, it's a bit. It's a bit. Oh, I don't know. Dennis Ferguson. I don't know. I, I, I don't know because. When I go for a run or a walk of the morning, I don't have the dogs anymore. Of course, the true witch in the north took the dogs. So when I'm walking through my suburb, which is a bit dodgy, I'll, I'll grant it, the suburb I live in is a bit dodgy. When I walk through, when I've got no dogs, I just look like I'm out, because I go before the sun gets up, I look like I'm out to steal shit. So I've been wearing my backpack, so it looks like just like I'm, I'm actually either walking to the bus or walking to work or got something actually to do. So I, I'm quite the opposite. I had to put my backpack on to look normal through the suburbs. If I'm running through my suburbs, somebody would probably baseball bat me. <laughs> what have you stolen? Look, you, <laughs> you might you know live in a tough suburb, but at least everyone's scared of you. <laughs> That's the good thing. That's the way you want it, you know? It is so, so true what Marge Simpson said. She was that bored that the Jehovah Witnesses left her. When they come and knocked on the door, they left. <laughs> but honestly, you know I love a chat. That is me to a T. When they come in, like, what do you want to talk about? I told you that one left here with a big... I'll ask my supervisor a big list of questions. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, I'm bored. If they come and knock on my have you heard the good news? Now, come in. Why do you want a cup of tea? Or like, tell me about it. What do you reckon about the revolution? <laughs> hey, my action Jacksons are pretty much the same as yours. Peter Villaris's XT Falcon. The only ones I actually added to that, page 16, you've got Charlie Jones's HT Monaro. At the top, doing a burnout with a letterbox scoop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, that is a nice car, too. I like what he says down there about putting LS in it. (laughs) (laughs) And, look, the cool thing with that is it's obviously got the Chevy badge on the grill, which is awesome. And in that top photo, okay, it's got Convo Pros, which are probably a a smidge new for a letterbox scoop. But in the top photo, it could have any wheels, any old school wheels. It's just a great shot, and it's a tough car. Big fan of that car. Yep, you can see the half cage in it or whatever. It's got full cage or the roll cage in general. So very cool. And my last action oh, just on that, paid. sorry sorry to butt in, but just on that centerpiece aerial, colour-coded uh, mirror, gauge on the uh, bonnet, he's our people. Chevy badge on the front, Actually, he's our people. Yeah. And that Falcon mirrors too now that you pointed out, like XB, which is very cool. That's very old school as well. And, um, yeah, so I definitely dig that car. And you're right, that's exactly what we're all about. Lastly, for me, for Action Jackson, was page 112. Oh, for fuck's sake, you're going backwards. I oh, know, that's right. <laughs> Is that joke never going to get old? No, never. Uh, they're going to strangle me at work if I don't. <laughs> they've hidden that. Um, they've hidden the copy of Street Machine that's got the green escort on the front. They've hidden it. I bet. <laughs> they have fucking hidden it. Right, what's, what's your one on 112 cover? Uh, middle of the page, Juice Walton in his front-engine drag star. Just yep. ripping along. Looks very cool. So that was me for Tough Shots. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that was me for Action Jacksons. And there was quite a few shared numbers there. So I guess from there, do you have anything along the special mention path, mate? I sure do. My special mention was uh, page 16 as well. It was Charlie Jones's uh, Monaro. Yeah. Which yeah. Let, let, I've been asking this question around a few people lately. After, so one of my favourite cars at Summonats was Jimmy Austin's 393 Cleaver. I was in an X. Yes. Okay. I've been asking the question lately, what sounds the best to you? A 4V roller cam Clevo or a roller cam 350 Chev? Cast iron both of them. We're not talking, so we're talking four barrel carburetor. Yeah, so it's cast iron heads, cast iron block, four barrel carburetor and roller cam in both of them. What sounds the best? 
I'm gonna have to go small block Chev. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a GM man, so definitely me too. Yeah. But when I heard they Jimmy, just have that, they have that zing about them and roller cams. Yeah. Mm. When I heard that, we were surrounded by nice cars. I went over and uh, where Matty Waters and his dad were staying, the car park was just full of really high end cars. You know, street cars. I'm talking like most of yeah. them, tra- most yeah. of them trailer there, but pants. So there was McFry uh, on meth, which is that 355 Corolla. Old fifty five, a few really nice cars, but when Jimmy rolled in in that XE, man, that took that sound. I'm like, really? And I, yeah. I just introduced myself straight away, like, fuck, man, that sounds awesome. He's like, yeah, she's a sweet old girl, and the Chevy badge on the front. I'd like to see one of these fucking Hilux driving wank. Oh, you got a Chevy badge? Look at the size of that big bully. Fucking, don't think he'd take to it too kindly. <laughs> no, no, as he shouldn't either. People need to get themselves educated about the old school, no uh, question. How was that photo somebody sent us in of their VN with the fuel door missing and a thong slapper sticker on it? Perfection. <laughs> I knew you'd love that. <laughs> what else do you have for special mentions there, mate? That Land Cruiser, actually, on page 93, I've picked as one. Look at that thing. That, oh, it's crazy, isn't it? it? Isn't it when somebody says, fuck it, I'll build a fun car. I'll just build a car that's fun. Kind of like expression session build or something, yeah. isn't it? Transversely cool. front end, it's it's soft top, like, and that's fun, man. I could I could I could see us blasting in that and, and laughing a lot, eh? just having a, a really good time in that car. Yeah, exactly. Which is what cars are about, and that's what this podcast's about. I I didn't really know what's going on this morning with everything, but fuck it, we just sit down and do our our podcast and hope we can make someone laugh. <laughs> Well, you're making me laugh, mate. That's what counts. Now, what's, and hopefully uh, vice versa. Oh, yeah. This is like, this is a special mention. Have a look at page 134. I'm here. Isn't that a fucking hot-looking car, man? Oh, yeah. Seriously. Big time. Look at the, yeah. the blower over the roof. That is That must have been tempting for the for the people at Street Machine not to, to feature that, like to do a massive photo. That, that is a pretty double uh, half-page double spread, but that's a hot-looking car, isn't it? Oh, definitely. And the top right of doing the smoky Victor Bray burnout, even cooler. So, he, yeah, very tough. I, was it old Bertha? I can't remember which car it was. He took, um, what the fuck are you doing? You got a rattle gun gun? No, oh, no. Must have been That's just my brain. That's my brain <laughs> rattling in my head. What are your um, special mentions? Uh, special mentions for me, page 24, hard charge of the drawing by Connor Bird. Department of Beauty. <laughs> yeah, so, I, didn't, I didn't see it, damn it, when I read the map. It's fucking cool. Like, how cool is that? It's not only striped, like as in, you know, like it's got the, the black with the red with the factory pressings. It's got the name down the side. It's got flames coming off the front. And how fucking cool are those wheels that he's drawn as well for a, what I imagine is a young bloke? So good on you, Connor. That is you, you're going to go places, mate, if that's the sort of stuff you're into. So excellent work, young man. If you go forward, please, to page 48, you'll see the... Blue Mustang. Top left, the Mustang purging on that in that photo there. To me, I, as soon as I, I opened that page, I looked at that photo, it almost looks like someone doing a one-arm fist pump, like at a Metallica concert or, that, or something like that. I don't know. Just with it purging out one side, something like that. I don't know why, but that's what I thought. And then I thought, well, the guy who owns it, Fletcher Cox, who's the um, NFL player, the guy with the long hair in the photo yep. next to it, I can imagine him doing that because he's got the hair <laughs> he, for it. He has got a bit of a Kurt Hammett going on there, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, so that's what I, I kind of thought was pretty cool. Sorry, just go over one page. See the fella in front of the blue car? Sorry, on the same, across from the – do you reckon he's saying of the points 14th hour? <laughs> <laughs> he's probably going, what? Because he's got headphones <laughs> on by the looks of it. Yeah. Yep, right. And what's the next yeah. page? Um, page 
64, please. I think this was Brett Abraham's uh, rig of the month. It yeah. was, it yeah. was. And yeah. uh, Brett mentioned too how cool the engine is. And I think the same. I think that entire engine bay, it's kind of like an industrial twist. Like I love the colour of the, the engine being the full orange. I love the original type air cleaner, but also dig. It's got those splashes of polished alloy and stuff. And with the black, it's just a, I don't know, I just really dig that style. It goes well with the rest of that ute build, which also has a very cool interior. So very much a fan of that. And harks back a bit to the Stephen Aldrich XR ute, that style of build, which I am a big fan of. And lastly, for special mentions for me, if you go forward to page 91, bottom right corner, the black XY panel van owned by Lawrence Vale. That thing, how tough is that sitting low over 14-inch deep dish US Indy slot mags? I think it looks tough. Just a really nice, neat van, black with the GS stripes. Yep. Can't go wrong. I think it's Ro- a great car. So. Roller cam 400 in. So, yeah, that's that's me right there. <laughs> with that, yeah, with yeah. that engine bay, I think that's – when you look at a street car that's either a flat firewall, engine plate, whatever they've done to modify, when the street car guys do it and finish it, it makes it so much more utility for a mechanic. Like it's, when I've seen that uh, on meth – Corolla of Matty Waters' mates. It's a KE30, yeah. I think, a two-door. When their tinware's done inside a car, so it's a bit of a pro street, the, the tinware's all done. When the engine bay's done, it is so much better a car to work on once the guys have had their... The engine comes in and out a lot easier than even probably the four-cylinder. And I just like the way when a street car's done, it's so much hard work has gone into making it look simple. That engine bay looks very easy to get the engine out of, doesn't it, in that U. Yes, yeah, for sure. Excuse me while I be a mechanic for a second, but that's really like when streetcar guys get it right. It looks like the transmission actually comes out easy. The engine is a nice big open engine bay. Not always, but, you know, that's one thing I think we get right. Yep, and that's definitely what you like too, so. I love that. I little, dig it. I love that little crawl. I'll get hold of some, some better photos. It was so cool. Yeah, if you could, that'd be awesome. Hey, actually, did you see special mentions? I forgot one here. Mcfry's in here. Have a look on uh, page 152. Oh, yeah. That Top was the motel. Page. Yeah, yeah okay, cool. And go back one page, and there's, of course, 150. Have a look who's in that. Am I allowed to mention that car, or are you going to hang up? <laughs> I heard you went for a ride in a burnout. It was that car. car. It was that car. It was yeah. in that car. Thanks to and Shannon Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Matty Waters with the steering wheel, and I can see you. I can see your friggin' safari suit in the passenger side. <laughs> yep, yep. We were uh, we were being maggots. We just went yeah. nice. Right, nice where, where are we up to? Riders, uh, readers ride. Yeah, mate. To round us out for this podcast, what do you got for your readers rocket, mate? You'll have to go first because I got to find the page. Oh, I do too. Yeah, I've got mine. mine you go when you're ready, bit sir. Of, bit of a funny one for mine, but the VR senator of Mark Ricks. Oh, bottom right of page yeah. 145. Yeah, yeah okay. A, I love uh, the front. looks tough, Yeah, it? that's what I reckon, too. There's a guy around the corner who lives around the corner from me. I haven't introduced myself yet. I will. He's got a big reverse cowl on a VY as well. I'll grab a photo of it when I, when I introduce myself, but I, I'm a fan of that. I, I like. I make no bones. I like the late model stuff. I like the XR8s and the SSs. No problem. Yeah. It does look pretty evil, that thing, yeah, for sure. Cool. What have you got for yeah. a reader's ride? Just back across that page to 144, Daniel Garland's Type 3 uh, notchback. Is that what they call a squareback wagon? Like, you look at that car and you go, oh, just, that's a really neatly done Type 3 VW, and it's got the polished Porsche wheels and stuff on it. But then you actually read into the feature, it's got a fucking twin-turbo Subaru 2-litre <laughs> motor in it with a 911 five-speed, like, transaxle assembly and 911 front brakes. It's crazy, like, yeah. It's fucking awesome. How cool is that thing? So, yeah, that definitely, it just 
ticked lots of boxes for me. I just, um, yeah, very impressed by that build. What a super cool car. It looks cool. looks nice and neat, like a clean cruiser. It'd go super well with having twin turbos and probably handle and stop like a dream too with all the 911 gear. So big fan of that car, mate. Big fan. Yeah, Reader's Rockets. Daniel Garland's is nailed it with his ultra-clean, well-thought-out type with his well-thought-out and built 64 Type 43 wagons. It could even fit into the sleeper section of the magazine. Like yeah. mo- like most early streeters, I love the idea of pinching bits from other cars and modding it to build around your right rather than catalogue builds. And I've worked for OEMs for 15 years. I like the OEM engineering smart builds into the parts. I even bought a kit that doesn't quite fit from the glossy brochure says it all. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're definitely yeah. going to get, um, get Brett back on for Bible studies, man. He... I told you, I can't read his till after we've done the podcast recorded because, fuck, they're so much better. Oh, it just makes you feel like you're not up to task, doesn't it? <laughs> Especially when you read out his straight after mine, I think, geez, mine sounded pretty slack-ass after his. I want to get um, I want to send him one of them forms. I, 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 like I said, I printed out them forms that has each column, which I left at work, but yeah. um, because it was paper that I took to work to print on. Of course, of course, sir, yeah. <laughs> Right, what have we got then? That's it. Uh, let's have browse. We've we've done a lot. There's nothing else you want to mention from here. Actually, no, I'm pretty much done. I just wanted to. I did get some feedback. I was going to read. Just let me see if I'm just flicking through my phone. Uh, drop any feedback from the for the thong slappers. It really helps us out if you guys can rate us at iTunes. So, Simon, I'll talk you through how you do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you can go to iTunes and just give us a five-star rating, even if you don't think we deserve it, if you could give us a five-star rating, we'd really appreciate it. We'll give you so bi- that'd be great. If you do, we'll give you a bite of our sausage roll. And I don't know why like people always say this in podcasts to do it, but I feel like everyone says it, so we should probably make sure that we do the same. So, yeah, if you go onto iTunes or whatever platform it is, if you can give us a five-star you know rating, what I want we'd to appreciate do? it. You know what I want to do? I want to go back to vice versa. I want to get our years and our vice versa working. Oh, I mate, thought of a good vice versa time. this morning. I fucking washed my – have I done the soap on? I washed my hair with actual soap, not shampoo. The fucking shit got in my eyes like it did when I was four years old. You can't tell me 40 years of industrial technology, pharmaceutical companies, and the fucking soap still hurts. You're monsters. <laughs> They're doing that deliberately, man. I think so. Hey, um, mate, before we wrap up episode 41, I just want to read a bit of feedback out that came from James Patterson. Not the author. This is actually James who uh, follows us on Instagram. And he's got a WBU. Yeah. Uh, I just want to read this out. G'day, guys. Huge fan of the show. Seems like you are the only guys left in the car scene who don't think every car should be... Hang on. Seems like you are the only guys in the car scene who don't think that every car should be matching numbers or some such shit. (laughs) I must have listened to all your material five times over by now and really appreciate what it is that you've already produced already. My daily car is a 980 WB1 Tunner that I put together in my driveway. Good on you, James. And, yeah, I'm glad you're both enjoying our podcast and also our Instagram page. So cheers, mate. We appreciate the feedback. And um, as Revan was saying, if you've got any feedback, flick us an email, fongslappers at optusnet.com.au or send us a, a direct personal message through our Instagram page at the fongslappers. You if, you, if you're going to send some negative feedback, just keep it and call yourself a clap clap. Save us replying. Mate, I totally back you on that. Testify. No question. Right. So big shout <laughs> out to all our friends at Street Machine Magazine. Hope you're all doing yes. well. And we hope that people come to the party and do the two for Tuesday and buy two issues of the April 2020 edition to show your support back to, uh, I guess, especially Street Machine or the guys at Street Machine, guys and girls. 
you've got to remember you're not just buying a magazine when you plonk down your $9.95. You're actually accessing a world to a lot of free content such as videos, carnage, all the other stuff that we get to enjoy that's free. So, you know, maybe for this month, slipping an extra nine ninety five out of your wallet, plonk it onto the table at the newsagent and grab yourself a second issue. It goes a long way to help keep that free content coming also. Yeah, that's 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 for sure. Thanks to Barney and Tammy at Plankman Racing, to Anisha at Tarana Rama, to Maddie Waters at Mad Maddie, to the Riverina Thrashers, to Greeny. Who else have we missed? Dave Green. Dave yep, Green. Dave Green. Yep. Top yep. guy. Yep. yep. Uh, yep. Demi, Demi and, Dave, uh, TJ, Tim at TJM Customs, all you guys. Big time. All the moots out there, we really appreciate your support. Actually, Redmond, next episode 42 of the Fong Service podcast, I'm actually doing it as a bit of a solo man. I'm doing a. Uh, interview slash uh, Old Testament Bible studies on a 1984 Street Machine magazine with Boris Viscovich, and I'm going to hit him up and ask him about this whole arm wrestle thing. hundred right? hundred bucks. All right. Straight to bed. No Abraham. And, um, Going for a good cause, especially at the did, current times. What did you say? You've seen someone else. Did you, I hope you called episode 42, episode 4.2. I actually didn't. I have to go back in and edit over the top of that or something like that when I get to the time <laughs> to do it. Yeah. Did Boris have a sook about me standing him up? <laughs> I've lost my he- phone. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I'll have to hit him up about that as well. Let me get my piece of pen and paper. Oh, piece of paper and pen out. Don't, don't, tell, him I couldn't come I, don't tell him I couldn't come because I was hanging out with Shannon and Brianna. <laughs> <laughs> In tough 253 Escort. Oh. Hey, did I tell you about Shannon's tough 253 Escort? I've got to go for a run in it. He hung up. Maybe he hasn't heard the story. I'll ring him back. <laughs>